Told you I had an intro bit. You did, which is very exciting. It gives me a break. Are you ready for it? Yeah. Let's just vibe. Okay. Let's be fucking chill. You want? Okay. We can do chill. It's not okay? super in our repertoire. Let's just be fucking chill. I'm here for it. All right. Thank you. There's mm-hmm. some ambient lighting. Mm-hmm. I've lit some candles. Mm-hmm. I've made some tea. Mm. This is a milk oolong tea. I'm going to mm. hand you your cup of tea now. Here's your tea. A milk oolong tea. Yeah, milk oolong tea. Doesn't look milky. Um, It's supposed to taste milky. Does it? Yeah, it's a little weird. I love that. If you reach down by your chair, you're going to find yourself a seltzer water just for just for in Katesies, just for whatever you need it. Are there okay. do, are there also the keys to a brand new car under my chair? No, no. There's no Damn. bees either. You're welcome. Fuck. That's happened. All right. I turned the heater on for mm. just about like 20 minutes before we got here, and then I turned it off so it was warm. I but noticed that. Yeah. Warm. Yeah. Not too warm. I set out those crystals my aunt gave me just in case. I noticed that I, too. Little ju- crystal. I don't know. You know, just in case. Just in case. Well, just in I, case of what? What are we, what's what's the hedge there? What do you think? Maybe it helps. I don't know. Oh, okay. Okay. Uh, maybe there's an evil demon. I I don't I don't know what those do. I don't know what kinds they are. Yeah. So I don't know. Maybe they help. Maybe they're gonna make it better. There's one that's perfectly spherical. That's probably for like, probably for like your vagina. That it's like a rose quartz one. I think it's like about. I think it's like about love, so oh, okay. I don't know if it's like vagina specific. I don't think Could love be. is vagina specific. I so. mean, it can be. I mean, if that's what you're into. Yeah. Um, I uh, I also. If you're into the concept of love. <laughs> no, if vaginas, I mean, love can be about. <laughs> We're gonna be fucking. Chill. Okay, fucking chill. Fucking chill. Oh, all fucking I'm chill. saying We're is. Fucking chill. All I'm saying mm-hmm. is that. The concept of love can be vaginas uh, if that's what you're into. Okay. Is what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. So I or also d- I dogs. turned our leftover soup into okay. a casserole. So that's in the oven. Dinner is taken care of. Oh, <laughs> you turned a soup into a casserole. Now this is starting to become very Christ-like. Dinner is taken care of. Okay. Don't worry about it. I I I put your kind of situation into comfort mode is what I'm calling it. Uh, so okay. you have like a stool next to you that has your bits on it so they're not balanced on the table. We have more room for beverages. Okay. Okay? Okay. How do you feel? Um I feel like I'm having I feel like I feel like it's making me tenser, but that's a me problem. Yeah, I I think it is. I think that's a me problem. I think it's a you problem. It's something how, I need to work on. Okay. How do you feel like okay. Mm-hmm. So let's make this a productive session then if you're still have feeling a little tense, okay? Yeah. Let's release some of that tension okay. with, with brain work and power. Okay. Okay. I love so brain work. Let's how do are it. how are you gonna bring the concept of let's just vibe? <laughs> into the grotesque look into the slice of humanity you've brought for us today because this is a reviews show uh yeah so you're listening to everyone's a critic the internet's first curated volume of other people's opinions where sometimes we just fucking vibe we are gonna we just fucking vibe the dog just laid his little head on my foot like it was a pillow because the dog gets it Oh, that's great. And just before we... You actually forced me to do a shot of massage oil just before we started. I always do that. That wasn't yeah. for this episode. That's just what we do. Oh, okay. Um, I can't believe true. you forgot yeah, we that. True. Yeah, we do do it. It's it's part of our prep. Can um, I pour some tea while you introduce this podcast? Is that It has rude? unfortunate consequences for my digestive system. It's supposed to be good for your gerd. I heard it from a woman on the internet. Oh, it's not. Oh, right. It's not. No, oh, no, no. Back to apple cider vinegar then. Yeah, no shit. Um... <laughs> this is a review show we bring review content y'all if you didn't already know that and you probably did 
Uh, and each week we bring uh, the latest and greatest in the shit people say online about products and businesses and small businesses and big businesses and sometimes furniture stores that have an IMAX in them or uh, big wooden shoes or sausages or even someday that we haven't done it yet, snossages. Ooh. Perhaps someday. Perhaps. But not this day. Shout- not this day. And I'm going first. And uh, I've been really hyped to bring this material. This episode's been delayed a little bit on recording, and I've been very excited to bring uh, the reviews I've got. So why don't you preview for us the material? Fucking tell us what you're doing later in the show. Get us hyped. Come on. Let's okay. do it. I'm so looking forward to it. Let's do it. I, like, I'm really embracing this whole be fucking chill, like, let's yeah. vibe. So like we are just going to grapple with the existential dread that comes with living in the same universe that Denny's exists in. Okay. Mm-hmm. And we're just going to read New Mexico Denny's reviews. Okay. That's it. Okay. Ta-da. That's so thrilling. It Okay. Not at all chill. Not at all. T- not at all. No, it's uh, so chill. We're going to vibe. It's not gross. Everything's fine. Everything's fine. It's okay that Denny's exists. Everything's fine. Of course. I mean, people got to get their eggs and bacon and burgers. I don't I've never, I still haven't been to a Denny's ever. I'm really not sure. Yeah. Um, What kind of Denny's content do we have to look forward to here? It's a real smattering. And I'm, I'm, I want to go ahead because I introduced. Just like their food. (laughs) Exactly. And unfortunately, the bathrooms. Okay. So it's just. Let's be chill. Just some pandemic friendly, dirty bathroom reviews. Let's be chill. So let's be fucking vibey it's be fine. let's just vibe <laughs> let's just vibe baby. baby and we're gonna get that vibe going properly and truly you are helping my uh segment immensely because we are gonna be heading down to uh a segment based on a segment you did oh? it's a, it's a, sp- a segment spinoff we are headed to the angry audio files <gasps> ass corner yes for li- for newer listeners this is the segment where i bring belligerent reviews about albums and so previously what we've done on this one we did pink floyd albums first time and then we did music for cats <laughs> so sort of immediately derailed the segment on that one um we're gonna get back on track a little bit with reviews for rock operas oh shit oh fuck oh fuck oh damn. fuck shit fuck because you know where we're getting started no Fuck. Okay, I listened to it for pleasure, and then it was like still on the Spotify playlist for yeah. such a long time, and I was like, "Oh shit!" Fuck. Yeah, I will say in advance that I've listened. I listened to both of the albums I'm bringing for this show uh, a couple times. I listened to this one three or four times because it's mercifully short compared to the next one we're doing. We are starting with Styx's seminal album "Kilroy Was Here" from 1983. <laughs> now you might not recognize the album title "Kilroy Was Here" because most people try to forget this album. This is the album that has Doma Origato, Mr. Roboto on it. That's Kilroy. Kilroy. That's what most people know the album for. They also know it for being incredibly bad. Um, Sex and drugs. Sex and drugs. Yeah, we'll get into that. So, uh, as with any rock opera, Kilroy Was Here has a, just a wonderful storyline. If you're not familiar with Kilroy Was Here, here's a little clip. I look at your pillow. Oh. Okay, I'm going to go ahead and say up top, this is not an endorsement for Styx's seminal album. Kilroy Was Here. Nothing said in this show will be an endorsement for <laughs> Styx's seminal album, Kilroy Was Here. And it shouldn't be because, like a lot of like a lot of rock operas, this is the album that killed Sticks. <laughs> That's like the the the. There's several traditions of the rock opera and things that you have to do in order to have your album qualify as a rock opera. One of them is that it has to kill your band. It has to fuck your band forever. To be fair, I don't remember the name of the frontman for Sticks, but he was he was pretty much like dead set on it. He was gonna glam rock sticks out of existence one way or another. Our first reviewer remembers that person's name. Um, this is a review on a site called Cinemic. I just want to quickly say that and thank listener uh, Rowan, aka the post rock grandpa, for cueing me for cluing me into this on Twitter. So thank you very much. Um, this is sort of like beer advocate for music. Good enough. Uh, we're gonna start with a review from Haxon. Hexen. <laughs> Hexen. Who's going to sum up the, the album a little bit. 
and provides some pretty important context. Written by Dennis DeYoung, Styx's terminally douchey frontman, Kilroy Was Here was a bloated, pretentious, and absolutely shitty concept album slash film slash stage play that flopped, even though it yielded a couple of hits for Styx. (laughs) Their previous album, Paradise Theater, was a critical success, and the band, and especially Dennis, felt they could get away with anything, including a hackneyed, dystopian allegory about censorship with racially insensitive Japanese robots. Yep. Yep. Uh, they're right on the album cover. It's pretty pretty unfortunate and bad. The story is so pedestrian and goofy, it reads like a particularly subversive high school play. Here's the synopsis from the album's liners. Um, and then Haxon provides a pretty a pretty lengthy synopsis. Um, I'll, I've listened to it a few times and read way too much about it, so I'll go ahead and do that work for you. Uh, it's about, like, a, like most rock operas, it's about a fascist morality government that yeah. shuts down rock and roll. And then Kilroy has to escape from jail disguised as a robot and do some kind of subversive something that's kind of unclear. And then rock is saved. Ta-da! Kilroy's like a like a like a Johnny Silverhand character used to be a rocker got put in prison blah blah yeah. blah bunch of bullshit. Um, there's also some songs on the album that just don't further that plot in any way at all whatsoever for no reason. Um, the third song, "Don't Let It In," real piece of shit, has nothing to do with the narrative <laughs> at all. Uh, worst song I've ever heard. We got a we got a review here. It's by Decibel. This one I bothered to save the star rating on. And what I like about Cinemic is that the star rating comes last. It really builds the tension. Like, where are we going with this? We have another review. It's by Built on Squares. Worst album of all time. Only a person who types in caps lock would enjoy this. Wow. Fuck sticks. Even if you were ever a good band, fuck this shit, man. Half a star. Fuck this shit, man. That <laughs> caps lock is a deep barb. <laughs> yeah, that right. is a that's a nuanced barb there. <laughs> wow. For oh. an unnuanced barb, probably. <laughs> Only people who don't know how to return things on Amazon like this album. <laughs> Sex and drugs. <laughs> Wishing well, another review. Biggest pile of crap I ever heard. Half a star. <laughs> Succinct. I like it. We have another review by Man of Many Colors. The funny thing is that the songs following Mr. Roboto are even worse, which makes it seem like that's actually a good song. But if you listen to it by itself, it sucks. And so I'm sad to say that this album has no redeeming qualities. Half a star. <laughs> which I do, for the record, I do disagree with because Heavy Metal Poisoning, which I think is four or five, yeah. uh, is a bop. Is a bop. And that's what I was about to say. I was going to say, obviously, you didn't get the heavy, heavy metal poisoning because no. it is a bop on and off the album. Have, yeah. That song fucking rules. Uh, shreds really hard. I don't like Mr. Roboto at all. It's catchy, but like, it's fucking annoying. It's... And then it has the album cover just like lingering over it, which yeah. is a real problem. A real problem. Uh, I got a few more. Okay. We're slamming through them. So I'm I got, I got a ready. few more. I'm ready. We got a review here from Campster. I just want to read the first little bit. Okay, everyone is beating up on this album. And make no doubt about it, compared to other su- compared to other Sticks albums, this one sucks. Compared to most albums, it sucks. Taking at face value that it's a concept album and not some sort of commentary on things like The Wall, it's a spectacular failure. <laughs> well, because it doesn't say anything. It's so loosely ba- tied to its story of rock god hero... <laughs> boy with guitar saves world bullshit like it's so loosely tied to that it 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 says nothing and thankfully it doesn't take very long to do it it's the album is really like it's interesting that it has this like really built-in narrative but it's so dependent on this like film that they showed before their concerts yeah that the lyrics themselves like hardly communicate that narrative at all it's really bizarre it's like, so bizarre. You like would you hop not on, know. Yeah, like you hop on Wikipedia and you read about it, and it's got this like big narrative, and then and then you actually dig into the music, and it's like not there. Um, we got a review here from Daydream Set, who I think makes a good point. Well, you know, I guess if there's a silver lining to this album's existence, it did ruin their career. <laughs> 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 
<laughs> and then oh they go on. God. They go on to analyze the album, but who cares? Half but a star. Who cares? Half, half a, star half a star for Dennis DeYoung. Not everybody hates this album, though. Wild. Um, we got a review from JTV 2.0. I can't read all of it because it's too graphic, but I'm going to read you the highlights. That's not vibing. Hey, guys, if you really want to get a lot of pussy. Um, this is not vibing. Then this is the album to own. <laughs> That's the most preposterous thing I've ever heard in my entire gosh darn life. <laughs> Do you mind if I read that again and try to deliver it a little better? Please. It's such a good line. Hey, guys, if you really want to get a lot of pussy, then this is the album to own. (laughs) And then uh, I'm going to skip a bunch of lines. Okay. Yeah, that's okay uh, with me. That's fine with me. uh, But I do want to mention that they refer to heavy metal poisoning as a, quote, pulsing hot fuck shaker. Um, So this is not a person who's had intercourse. (laughs) That's fine. Chase your bliss, friend, but don't lie about it on the internet. They also mention, uh, quote, this album should come with a warning that reads, attention, this album will get you hot pussy. I. Three stars. This is not an individual (laughs) that has potentially met another human, definitely has not been with another human sexually. And that's fine. And I hope that... From whenever they, I hope that now they're doing better. <laughs> That's what I'm going to say about that reviewer. I hope they're doing better now. I lo- I love how literally you're taking it. I I don't think they fucked as sticks as Kilroy was. I here. know. I don't think, <laughs> I think they, they probably fucked a good music. I don't think they fuck. Did you not hear me? <laughs> I fair. don't think that they have fucked. Uh, that was are, my last one. Are you ready to talk yeah. about Denny's? Yes, Are you please. just ready to live in the same universe as Denny's? Yeah, a hard swerve. A hard swerve. For a segment that was really just a very quick slice of life, which uh, feels good. It, <laughs> it felt, it felt compact. It, it felt good. tight. I think that was good. Okay. So the first Denny's we're going to go to is in Santa Fe, New Mexico. All of the Denny's we will talk about today are in New Mexico. We're going to go to Albuquerque after the half. I am enjoying this tea, by the way. Thank you. It, it's good tea. It's nice tea. It's from a place called Estite. I'm going to... I'm going to do my best to sip tea every time you describe disgusting bathrooms or whatever we're about to endure or like flies in the burgers or whatever's about to happen. Whatever's about to happen. Mm-hmm. We'll just get you started. We'll just get you started with Joe T. We won't start with bathroom stuff, okay? We'll save bathroom stuff. Okay. Joe T has a two-star review for the Santa Fe Denny's. Pros. Open 24-7. Only place other than Walmart, South, and IHOP, which is open 24-7 on Friday and Saturday. Cons. Very small servings. Bacon is shriveled up in a strip for a baby. (laughs) Baby bacon. Baby bacon. Air conditioning was turned off at 10 a.m. in the dead of middle of summer. It was about 80 inside. When writing this review. Nighttime hours, there's no security, which is needed. The and one night I saw someone carrying a weed whacker and another with a pillow in their sweatshirt making them look like a hunchback and a group of people shooting up drugs behind the building. The syrup bottle is so regulated it comes out so slowly. <laughs> That's a haunting image to end on. Just, just just the ups and downs of life with Joe. Sometimes at the Denny's. Sometimes you have the misfortune of witnessing people quote shoot up drugs, which doesn't I mean doesn't impact you personally all that much. Yeah. And sometimes you have to wait for your syrup to come out, and both of those things are just life ruiners. While presumably watching somebody walk through the restaurant with a weed whacker, <laughs> which is the fun part, because like if it was in the parking lot, I mean they're just walking with their weed. I mean I don't know. I don't know what's stranger. It's their landscaper of Notre Dame cosplay. <laughs> And, and the whole time, the whole time, you're 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 witnessing this and that and the other thing, and then you still have to call your waiter over and say, "Look, fucking, I don't want the Gerber's bacon. I don't take this baby fucking bacon away." <laughs> um, <laughs> what is this? I ordered mushy carrots and peas. God damn it! <laughs> okay, okay, wait. More people had a bad time. We can't just talk about Joe. We have to talk about Ismail. Ismail had a bad time. <laughs> One star for the Denny's. The worst service I've ever experienced. The waiter was a slob and smelled like a camel. The manager was worthless. A real cool cat, Ismail. 
The waiter took our order. (laughs) The waiter took our order, delivered it, and we didn't see him till we paid. My order was incorrect, even after the manager told the waiter to use a notepad. No apologies. (laughs) Just don't worry. We will take it off the check. The chicken was raw, and when brought to attention to the manager, he said he would make an he would make another or take it off the check. Question mark? Yes, please bring me another plate of raw chicken. When we went to pay, everything was still on the check. No apologies, just shitty service. Nothing else to say except thank you, Denny's, for the possible food poisoning. June is Pride Month. Is this considered a hate crime? I hate this place. <laughs> I I mean probably not, but <laughs> I don't think so. Especially not if you're rude to the manager right away in your review. <laughs> yeah, when you say somebody smells bad right away, it, no, that you the, like hand your card back in. You do hand your card right yeah. back in, right yeah. back in. Yeah, you gotta you gotta check that at the door. <laughs> How many plates of raw chicken can you eat at the Denny's? I so I'm confused. Yeah, did you did you turn down the raw? The, the additional chicken because it probably wasn't going to be raw. It seems like you're jumping to assumptions to assume yeah. that it would continue to be raw. At some point, someone's going to realize they have to apply more heat to the chicken. We hope. You would hope. But to be fair, this is also an establishment where the, the server was reminded to use a notepad and I guess just didn't. Uh, yeah. Or or did, but just drew like a dick or whatever yeah, and just walked like off. doodled the little rose in the corner and then walked away. Yeah. This is an establishment where servers have to be reminded to use a notepad. And that in and of itself is like a, the reddest of flags. The reddest flag. Uh, that's for like, most people. For me, I wouldn't give a fuck. But what, for most but people. I mean, that's what like when you when you get a little like dress up kit to play server like you get your little pizza restaurant dress up kit and you get server it's apron notepad i don't know if anybody like like that's if you're playing dress up they give you a notepad so i think in the real deal they probably also give you a notepad it's it's actually apron notepad about 10 individually wrapped straws at least in 20 several years ago yeah okay 2012 is talking many fish destroying straws yeah there's actually a dead fish in the other pocket (laughs) an incredibly dirty dish towel and some sugar packets that you were hoping to take home but somebody asked for them so now you got to give away and go get some more (laughs) (laughs) julia had a bad time are you ready two stars for the denny's I was pretty disappointed in this place. The place was deathly quiet and empty. The menu had something spilled on it from a recent customer. The wait staff didn't notice it? Question mark? Question mark? I ordered something with grilled chicken and was told the entire restaurant was out of grilled and baked chicken. That I had to have it fried. Okay, so what? It, it comes in a bag. It yeah. comes in a bag. It comes, I mean, in it comes a bag, pre-fried. Yeah. What? Question mark, question mark? No, thanks. Didn't want anything fried. I ordered the veggie burger that just fell apart all over the plate. My side of veggies was swimming in butter. As I was eating, a woman suddenly appeared at my table and asked if everything was all right. I hadn't seen her before, hadn't seen her walk up to me, and had no clue who she was. I must say the best thing about this place was the waiter. He was very professional, but shouldn't be working in such a dump. So, have you ever... (laughs) <laughs> been fucking with a veggie burger and just had the woman from Touched by an Angel like appear at your table and check in. <laughs> Everything all right? How you doing? Yeah, I guess like somebody needs to go ring a bell or something. Somebody? And, like get this angel out of here. No, no, she's supposed to be here. That was the whole point of the show. She's t- down here touching people. <laughs> okay. But, but maybe there's... Well, I guess you would go to a Denny's if you were an angel yeah. and you needed to improve people's lives. Denny's you, is a hot spot. You would be up in a Denny's asking people if they were okay. You, you'd be checking in on, on the person with the weed whacker and saying, hey, maybe something without a motor is more appropriate to start with for inside the restaurant. Even for the inside part of the restaurant. And then maybe we can dial back to just like some, you know, a trowel, something yeah. that isn't so sharp, and then we can get rid of it completely. We can ease you off your landscaping tools addiction and, you know. We're going to get you to just a hoe in the pocket. It's going to be fine. Um, Can we, can we, you have something you want to say, but can we circle back to the fact that they only have one preparation of chicken? I mean, it is a Denny's. 
It is a Denny's. And what, maybe, you, what do you need besides fried chicken? I just feel like, sure, yeah, it's a Denny's. So, like, what do you expect? Fine. I feel like even if you're in a Denny's, unless you have worked in the kitchen and you know how they operate, you you at least want to live under the illusion that they make things fresh. Oh, or semi-fresh. Yeah, I guess so. That they, that they take chicken and they either grill it, bake it, or fry it. Yeah. So when you look at your customers and you say, we only have fried chicken, you immediately tell them, Everything is done in advance. Yeah, it is frozen. It is in a big freezer and it is already battered. We get it in a big Tupperware and then we send the Tupperware back and they clean it with a hose and fill it with more fried chicken. Like, and I, so I just, (laughs) there are no chickens here. I feel like admitting, admitting like we only have fried chicken is the equivalent of going to the grocery store in your sweatpants. It really communicates like, this is it. This is all I got left. I mean... And there's nothing wrong with that. That's Again, it's a Denny's. Who cares? But I think sweatpants is harsh because there are some cute-ass sweatpants. There are some cute-ass I think that's going true. to the grocery store in your lazy pants because that is universal. Fair. I guess that's what I mean. Yeah. Like, yeah. like hole in the crotch. Like, like when when you are at the grocery store in your lazy pants. That time you sat on a, cu- on a cup of pudding and you mm-hmm. never cleaned it and now you just you have a big a pudding stain, stain on your, your ass. Little, yeah. Little ass pudding stain. Yeah. Just like everybody has those. Okay. Let's see who else had a bad time. <laughs> This is my last one, and it's a journey. Are you ready? I'm ready for a journey. It's been a tight first half, by the way. I know. I'm excited I'm, and I'm happy. I'm loving it. I we're hope vibing. people are liking it. And we're vibing. We're, we're vibing. I've had so much there's tea. So, there's tea. Oh, my gosh. Okay. Wow. Christina had a bad time. Three stars for the Denny's. Or is it? Late last night, I got a message from a user here at Yelp sent three weeks ago. The person was practically choking with rage about my review of the Denny's in Santa Fe, New Mexico. They wrote nearly a full page of accusations and insults and attempts to worry me about how I would get lots of wrinkles when I get old. They also alluded to items in my profile and two other reviews I wrote here. Bizarre as that was, good came out of it. I was reminded that I need to update this review. Thus... Back when the incident occurred, the waiter's rudeness... Oh, okay, sorry. I'm going to pause here, and I'm going to read the original review. Yeah, what the fuck is going on? So this is the original review Christina wrote for the Santa Fe Denny's. By someone who got harassed on Yelp? Yeah, personally, because it's not like a... It wasn't in the other comments, so this was like a a DM. Tried to slip into Christina's DM to say, Hey, you're going to have so many fucking wrinkles when you get old because you hate the Denny's. I fucking hate this app. I really do. I, it's it's unsalvageable. <laughs> it's not worth it. It's not. Uh, it's no. not worth God. it. Okay. Important to note, this is in 2012. Christina was the first to review. One star for the Denny's. At this Denny's, I had the most unpleasant experience <clears throat> I've ever had in a restaurant. First to review, too. First to review. God, from a waiter an whose name from a waiter whose nameplate said Quote, Rick F. Mm. By the way, he fawned all over the men at our table. It was almost surreal. We resolved to never go there again, no matter how late it is, and no matter how hungry we are. I don't know what fawning all over the men on the table means. I don't know if Christina is implying that there was like a flirtation thing going on, or that that this potentially, allegedly Rick Mm. only talked to the men and didn't talk to the female presenting individuals at the table right so I, I don't know i assume flirtation but uh. i don't know because uh, when a server fawns all over you it can also just be like it could have been like a broy thing it could have been like cu- yeah. always talking to hey are you doing all right here's some more water it could That's have been fair. a like yeah. it could have like i don't know if it's flirtation or misogyny i don't know and and the real the real fucking the real fucking shitter of it is that one of them is totally I'm like I love and the other one I don't. Yeah, right? And it's now so I just hard. have to I have to live in the mystery. What I can say is that you shouldn't DM Christina and threaten her personally. <laughs> okay, so that's um, Rick probably. <laughs> so here is here is the update. Are you ready? Uh-huh. Thus. Back when the incident occurred, the waiter's rudeness to the women at the table. Okay, rudeness, so I forgot that. Well, fuck. Okay, in here, they're so. mystery dead. It was. Mystery it was. Dead. It was the old misogyny. It was that. It was the old misogyny every oh, time. That old Huckleberry. Oh man. 
Um, I had emailed Denny's corporate about it and received zero reply, which naturally worsened my impression of the company. But then sometime after I wrote the review, I happened to meet someone from the company which recently bought the Denny's. And that person was quite responsive, asking questions about the incident, about the waiter's physical characteristics in order to make sure the guy wearing that particular uniform, top and tag, was the person whose name was on it. That's why I had written in the review a waiter whose nameplate said Rick F. Because I did want to avoid slandering Rick F. if someone had borrowed the uniform for that evening. Mm. Because of the new owners, the late hours it's open, and the fact that there's far worse food in the world, I'm altering the rating to a three. <laughs> okay. And I bring that review, that whole journey that we yeah. just went on, mm. just to say Yelp is not a salvageable project and we should jump ship. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> if Here's the thing. I think, I think our podcast can serve any number of reasonably valuable social functions. <laughs> One of the more valuable purposes i think we serve and one of the reasons i think i think we sort of validate our own existence is that people i don't think in mass on mass realize how fucking garbage yelp is right and maybe it doesn't matter but i think it i think yelp is like 90 percent casual users who don't really use it but just check it every now and then before they walk through the doors of a place and what i want to get out into the world is that nah man Yelp fucking sucks. Ow! Pizza in the morning, pizza in the evening, pizza at supper time. Pizza when the sun don't shine. Baby, my heart's on fire. Pizza in the evening, pizza in the shower, pizza in the bedroom times. Oh. You want to... You... I, I mean, no, I like, <laughs> uh, we can take a quick poll. Like, we can see on Twitter if people like that one. We got, we can start, that could be our transition instead. Well, we can also, you could, you, you all can also let me know if you like our new mid, our new recurring mid segment, uh, Better Know an Earworm. <laughs> I assail you with an earworm that you're just going to have in your head yeah. forever. I'm sorry about that, folks. But I guess we'll get started. This is the Pony Distress, which is our our mailbox segment. I've got some mail. Our dog also has a a squirrel. Uh, We'll I'll just say that, and then he's got some mail too. uh, Because we gotta go. We We gotta go. We We got things to do. Listen, hey, Mm. listener Victoria, your cat is tremendous. Genuinely, when Jess opened the email to to do this today. She was like, yeah, uh, listener Victoria sent us some cat. Oh, that's a cat. That's a that's, good That's, that's a, a good, good cat. cat. Um, yeah. I, yeah, that's what I did. That's what I said. Yeah. Um, I also want to say thank you to listener Lynette because you're the fucking best, Lynette. You're the fucking best. You're good the to hear best, from you. You're the fucking best, Lynette. Um, Wonky Pigeon also emailed us. Hi, listener Kevin. Um, Kevin sent us a... a <laughs> A screenshot of a Q&A for a monitor on Amazon, like a desktop monitor mm-hmm. that you like you you see the computer bits with, you know? Uh sh- sure. Um question. Uh-huh. Does it contain milk? <laughs> Answer, this monitor only contains milk when you are watching videos or looking at photos that show milk. That's how HD monitors work. There are little elves inside that magically create everything you see on the screen. But then they always drink the milk after they show it, so you can't have any. Which I just really <laughs> liked as a response to, to, to anything, honestly. I like that it's magical and off-limits. Yeah, and vindictive. Um, <laughs> yes. I also... Three people, and I, I haven't checked in a little while and I missed it. Three people have left us reviews on Apple iTunes. Thank you so much, Poormonger, Lovin' Daleks, and Shelby the Human. I read all of them and they made me really, really happy. I can tell that they did. I, you, they were really yeah. sweet. Aww. Shelby, I that was I just that was really nice. That's all I got. That's all I got. Beautiful. Thank you. I haven't had it in me to check our our iTunes page lately, so thank you for doing that for me. <laughs> Um, and we've got some, yeah, if that clears you out. It, do- it does. It clears, clears me all out. If that netty pots you right out. Um, we've got some stuff on Twitter. Uh, thank you, listener Reese, for letting us know that you checked in with your part German wife about 
potatoes stuffed with hot dogs and your German wife agreed that those are the most German things she'd ever heard of. Um, good yeah, to, good to you. know. Thank you, listener Reese. Thank you, Mrs. Reese. And we got some other stuff. Thanks to everybody who's been reaching out and having fun with us online and all that stuff. Said Way that, to make it sound like you're said, a narc. Like, said, wow. Said, said that like a real person. Like um, a youth pastor. Yeah. Who are you? Jesus Christ. <laughs> um, there's one review I really want to share, though. And this one's from listener Rowan, the post-rock grandpa. Basically, Rowan, at this point, this is just kind of your episode. So have fun with it, you know? <laughs> um, this was This was slipped into our DMs. It's a review for a restaurant in New York City during March of last year. So no. a, a troubled time. A troubled time. Um, and it was discovered by a journalist who was working on a, a piece for you know, the restaurant scene during, during the pandemic uh, and came across this review. Unfortunately, the place was practically empty due to coronavirus fears. Service was great. We got the shellfish medley. Delicious. My husband had the sea scallops and he loved them. I had the swordfish special with the lime cilantro butter. I couldn't taste either the lime or cilantro. I oh. give it a B plus. Thanks. Oh, honey. <laughs> oh, sweetheart. Uh-oh. Could you taste the salmon? Could you taste other things? Does anyone ever taste salmon? I don't think so. I'm just saying it's a symptom. Like, don't be writing reviews in March telling me you can't taste stuff. <laughs> March of 2020 in New York City saying yeah. you can't taste it? I'm... That was my seltzer. Yeah, it's okay. <laughs> just crack open a cold one. Yeah. With your boys. No, who cares? For this podcast. I mean, I do. You do? Yeah. Oh. But it's fine. Okay. Nobody asked me. Rock opera. Rock opera. So. <laughs> no, Rock opera. Yum. Uh, <laughs> so the next rock opera we're doing is, um, it's, a little unfo- it, it's a little unfortunate because we've done Pink Floyd before, but we are going to do The Wall. I, my... I don't have a lot of history with The Wall. It was an album that was on a lot when I was a kid. I don't think I ever really heard it the whole way through. And it was on so much that I never really wanted to listen to it yeah. as an adult. I just like, fuck, I, I knew it was a lot of radio hits with a lot of like filler. And I just, yeah. it's a solid 80 minutes long. Wow. Uh, because it's a double LP. Yeah. Um, a real w- mammoth. So it's, it's just like, it's way too fuck. Well. I'll say I'll reserve my judgments for a little bit because I did listen to it finally all the way through for the first time for this show. Okay. Um, I don't think I've ever heard it all the way through. And I've, I've made my feelings clear on the show before that I like Pink Floyd a lot. They're not one of my favorite bands, but I'm, you know, I grew up with them and have a lot of nostalgia for them. And yeah, I like, I like yeah. it. I like it. Um, not an album I like. Not an album I like. <laughs> uh, I've did some bullet points here just to give a breakdown of yeah. what it's about. Yeah, go um, ahead. Because I could I could go on about this album for an hour. Describe describe the opera. So I will go ahead and say I didn't know it was a rock opera because I'd never heard it the whole way through. Oh yeah, yeah. Turns out it, that's like its number one like genre. It it is like a rock opera. And finally listening to it, I realized it it's not anything else. Yeah. The I wa- mean I, yeah, I'd always heard it described as a rock opera, but I've never listened to it, so I wasn't Yeah. But I'd always heard it described as like Pink Floyd's rock opera. I guess I just kind of missed out on it or didn't key into that. But yeah. Um it's a very divisive album. There's some Pink Floyd fans who fucking love it. Mm-hmm. For some people it's just kind of nostalgic. Um, okay, only one opinion that I g- genuinely really care about. What, does your mom like it? I think so. Okay. I think so. Okay. I don't think my dad does because he had to hear it on construction sites a lot. Mm. And so kind of like me, it got fucking old. Yeah. Um, your dad and I have more similar taste to music, but true, your mom yeah. is more into Prague. So I was curious. Yeah. I think my mom likes it, but it's probably been a while. Um, It was kind of the beginning of the end of Floyd too. So mm. when it came out, it was like critically middling but commercially successful and then yeah. it, critically it started to gain some traction too and these days you find it on like top album lists which to me is horseshit but <laughs> we'll get into that okay yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah but after this they did the final cut which was hot trash yeah. and then they did the division bell like 10 years later which was not much better so this was really like this was the end yeah um if you've never heard the wall before here's a little clip um, and it's about a rocker named Pink. 
who, uh, wouldn't you know it, puts up a wall because nobody understands him. Okay, yeah. Uh, and his dad, th- these are my bullet points, uh, and his dad died in World War II and his mom's overbearing and his teachers are mean. Yeah, sounds about big, right. Big meanies. Big meanies. Uh and then so like he so like this other stuff happens. He has sex with a groupie because his wife cheats on him. And then like he he finishes his wall and now he's like totally shut off. And then he's found in his hotel hotel room before a concert like catatonic on drugs. So they his people like give him some drugs to make him get up and perform. This is all in the second LP. Oh, OK. Yeah. Uh, the first LP ends with the wall being finished. So oh, okay. real fucking sluggish first act on that one. Oh, all right. Uh, <laughs> Uh, so then they push him out on stage and because he's all hopped up on drugs, the, the concert becomes a far right rally where he just like goes on a, a totally like any semantic homophobic bender. Oh yeah. Uh, and he turns, he turns his fans into like racist rioters. Oh, um, and the thing about that, that really fucks me off is that there's no like, other than maybe the vaguest of connection with the World War II stuff, there's no like foreshadowing of that or any building of that whatsoever it's just like well when you go over the edge as a rocker you're gonna really try to like get some people killed okay when they're specifically part of specific groups it's horseshit all right fucking really dumb um (laughs) it sounds like it so far yeah uh and then he's arrested and then we have the song the trial which i need to make you listen to because it's like this fucking bizarre, like, Monty Python sketch, but without the class or the sense of humor. Okay. And the prosecutor in this trial, in this very, like, comedically toned trial, which doesn't make any sense, uh, accuses Pink of having feelings. Not going on a racist bender or, or, or causing, you know, a, a racist riot, but uh-huh. having feelings is the charge. Uh-huh. So that's... Uh-huh. Also, so P- Pink's a white man is what you're telling me. Yes. Oh, okay. Yes. Oh, okay. That's uh, yeah. Okay. That makes sense. Um, and then I just have leaves the wall question mark question mark question mark because the last song is pretty ambiguous. Um, so cool. look, looking on on that, looking on cinemic.com, they have some descriptors for the lyrics. The first word they've gone with is misanthropic. Okay. Second word they've gone with is nihilistic. All right. Uh, so here we go. We've got a review. I would love to hear it. Yeah. Yeah, you ready? I'm, I guess so. This is a review by Amboy Duke. Let me tell you a tale. <laughs> when I was little, I had this summer job at some tosser's farm up north. Everybody thank, thank me for not doing an accent because I could. Yeah, it's okay. What a proper tosser he was. I think it's funnier anyway if I, I, know, just, if I just say tosser so... like an American. What a proper tosser he was. <laughs> Boy, I tell ya. <laughs> and listen up. And I plead the fifth. He was playing this total dross of an album each and every day I was there for nearly two bloody months. All I did was picking up eggs, cleaning after the pigs, and listening to this so-called idealistic statement of art and soul and heart. It was something I can't even describe how I felt. I felt lost and mentally crushed. Every bloody day, all day, what a horrible, horrible, sneaky piss of music. <laughs> hello, hello, hello. Is there anybody in there? Just not if you can hear me. This has to be, this has got to be the dumbest line ever. I wish to be burned, I wish to burn this record, and on my final day of the job, I did. Bloody fucking hell, I did. I burned that bloody record, picked up my stuff, and got the hell out of there. Next day, that tosser comes up to my home and goes, You did this? I go, Yes. Or no. He goes, You're a bloody comedian, I see. I go, I'll bring you another copy if you promise to hire me again next summer. What? He goes, okay. Next summer, he played this record again on the first bloody day. I came up to him, squared up to him, and gave him the biggest fucking bollocking you can ever imagine. (laughs) I lost my job, but I burned that bloody record to ashes again. This time for good. Half a star. Why did you give it back to him? Why did you want to be hired again? (laughs) What? I... I... I mean, I fully assumed that was a fictional tale, but it was every bit as captivating as the wall. It w- <laughs> I love that rock opera. <laughs> the 
Bloody fucking summer. Bloody fucking summer. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Meatloaf, about... meatloaf, seminal rock opera. Bloody fucking summer. And it's just about cleaning up pig shit, actually. <laughs> um, <laughs> collecting eggs like a bitch shit from hell. <laughs> Review from Stella Newson: The musical equivalent to eating dry wheat bread while sitting on a hard stool. One star. That is beautiful. That is succinct. It is. Um, it, it, it is beautiful imagery. Uh. I love that. That is ca- that's that's captivating. I, I fully agree with it too. Review from Bowie. Let's just face the music once and for all. This album fucking sucks. I know. You now feel relieved knowing you no longer have to pretend you love the wall while inwardly thinking maybe you just don't get it. No. It fucking sucks ass. <laughs> Half a star. Half a star. Don't worry about it. <laughs> we have a review by St- Stalin's cock. Good. And what what does Stalin's cock think about this this album? For white people only, half a star. Sounds about right. <laughs> Can't refute that, Stalin's cock. Roy Pearl. Your teachers were mean to you. You didn't get to eat your pudding without first eating your meat. Your dad wanted a heterosexual son. You had to build up a wall of defenses. Well, I guess all those millions of dollars you made hawking this bloated, boring piece of shit will help right all those wrongs. Lucky for you. Unfucking lucky for me. One star. Is there stuff in it about questioning pink, questioning their sexuality? No, I don't think so. Oh, well, fuck. I, I, for a second, I was like, oh, does this, does it have meaning? One of the most popular radio hits from the album is, ooh, I need a dirty woman. Oh. Ooh, I need a dirty girl. Like, fucking, okay. no, I got I, excited I don't for so. a second. I was like, oh, wait, maybe there's like a legitimate source of like, tra- like trauma from not being understood. No, 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 just some bullshit. Okay, just maybe, some bullshit. It's okay. Maybe blinking, you miss it, but I, do- I don't think I missed it. And also, Roger Waters has had like five wives, so I don't know. <laughs> like, I don't think so. <laughs> I'm sorry, B- Blink and you missed it almost killed me. I didn't I couldn't laugh. I choked. Um and I want to be clear, I don't know Roger Waters' sexuality. Um, you don't know Roger Waters personally? I I could take a guess with a gun to my head. Uh, uh review by Silk Spectres. I'm laughing at all the 3-star reviews on this. Like, get a grip. Live your life. Go to a show sometime and listen to a band cover this song and sing along with every word of Another Brick in the Wall Part 2 and discover what joy feels like. Five stars. Oh, okay. I didn't know where this was going. I really <laughs> did not know where it was going. I mean, for the record, this album has a 3.8 score on this website. I'm mostly just skipping all the all the positive yeah, reviews. Yeah, well, because we've heard that before. Yeah. We don't need to hear that anymore. We're okay. We know. Review. By Massey Stars of the Lid. This is a review that gets referenced by a lot of other reviewers. It's also my favorite. You just don't get how deep the wall is. It's like there's this wall around him, and the wall symbolizes a wall. Half a star. Whoa. <laughs> oh, fuck, dude. Uh, and we're leaving the wall. Okay. We're leaving the wall. Look, this is a really divisive album. Some of y'all might like it. I would bet that 80% of you don't care and haven't heard it and don't plan to. Um, if you happen to really like it, that's cool. Yeah, It's just not something I listened to as a kid when it maybe would have been better for me. When you were a mopey 14-year-old. And fucking some of the radio hits are really good. Run Like Hell, fucking good song. Another Brick in the Wall, I'm fucking sick of hearing it, but it's a good song. But uh, I don't know, the story's horse shit. And then I want to wrap up on this exchange on the discussion board on Cinemic. This this exchange made me very happy. I'm going to read some posts by someone named Julian. Okay. First post. One of my friends actually gave this a half a star. I mean, I hate this thing, but come on. That's just way too much. (laughs) Next post by Julian. And he gives a four and a half to Dark Side of the Moon and Wish You Were Here. What the fuck is happening? (laughs) What? Next post. Holy shit, he gives Comfortably Numb a five and the happiest days of our lives a one and a half? What? How? What? Response by Hendo. Dude, just say my name. Whoa. (laughs) 
I'm right here, bitch. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm right. Say it to my face, Julian. <laughs> fuck me. All right. Okay. So Hindo and Julian are gonna fight. And or we're, we're or gonna... fuck. Hard okay. to say. No los dos. But yeah. Um. Are you ready for Denny's? I'm are ready. you hungry? I'm ready for Denny's. That was my self-indulgent trip into the wall. Um. I heard it about one and a half times because I don't. I look. I don't have all the fucking time in the world. Okay. <laughs> and it, you're you're busy building your own wall. And the real yeah exactly. Um, well, and a, a fair number of those bricks account for this the individual tracks on this fucking album. So, probably. Yeah. Um. <laughs> so we're going to Albuquerque. Yeah. We were in Santa Fe. We've gone down to Albuquerque. And do you um. I know, today we're going to start with the power of Denny's. The power of Denny's to change the date of nationally observed holidays. One star from Thomas K. Happy Veterans Day. <laughs> Thank you to all the men and women who served this country. Everyone loves a good skillet and vets deserve oh way more than a free meal once a year. I don't like where we're starting. This, a, is, this is not good. A free meal is nice. Today, 11-11-17, when walking up to the door, that's... Veterans Day. Uh-huh. General, a lot of places do a free meal for veterans on Veterans Day. You know, mm-hmm. Denny's being one of those places. Um, <laughs> today, 11-11-17, when walking up to the door and seeing that they are not offering vets free meals because they observed Veterans Day on Friday when people work. <laughs> I saw vets lined up ready to eat with their families and walk out the door or see the sign and walk away. The company should have let everyone know that it wasn't free meal on this day. I, for one, will be boycotting Denny's. And there is a sign on the door of this Denny's that they included a picture of that says, we do apologize. But unfortunately, Denny's, as a brand, celebrated all vets for Veterans Day yesterday. <laughs> we will not be running any specials today. We apologize for any inconvenience. So Denny's can just change the date of Veterans Day. <laughs> yeah, what a grift. To a Friday where they don't have to offer any free lunches. <laughs> and then on Veterans Day, they get to just say, thank you for serving. Please fuck off. You missed it. You missed it. Sorry. Missed the whole missed the whole damn war. You're not, See you next year, pal. You're not plugged into our Google Calendar? Come on. <laughs> we got our we got our whole our own little fictional thing going on. Yeah, we have it. We have our own little made-up day. Yeah, it's called yeah. it's called D Day, and you come in. Oh yeah, and that's we'll give you we will give you a free we'll give you free uh, lunch, but it's only one pancake. Yeah, and all the chicken is fried. It comes that way. Sorry. <laughs> um, <laughs> you know, but Thomas wasn't the only one having a bad time at the Denny's. Danica had one too. One star for the Denny's. We got here at eleven forty p.m. The first thing the greeter told us was that our waiter is running one hour and 30 minutes late while looking at his wrist without a watch. (laughs) He also said he doesn't know what time they will get our order and when we are going to be able to eat. (laughs) It's super unprofessional how he told us these information. (laughs) I've never heard... I've never heard that classic comedy bit turned into something so caustic <laughs> and insulting. <laughs> We're looking at his... Not, we don't drag it out. We don't make a big point about it. It's just a fact. It's just a fact. <laughs> <laughs> An hour and a half late. I have no idea where you, when you can get to eat. That it's show don't tell, right? That's that is you could teach that in classrooms. That's the best example of show don't tell. Absolutely, and it's so much funnier. I, yeah. th- it's so much funnier when it's brief. So, are you ready for some toilet stuff? I've been holding it over you this Finally, whole yeah. whole episode. We haven't gotten to the toilet stuff. Are you ready for the toilet stuff with Maddie B? Yeah, that's I assume Maddie's show on MTV is the <laughs> toilet stuff. Um, toilet, two two stars. Toilet stuff with Maddie B. Yeah, yeah, two stars. This review is partially written for my significant other who was dining with me. We were driving back from Texas and stopped to eat at Denny's. He ordered a grilled cheese sandwich on sourdough, and I ordered a sizzle bowl of broccoli, peppers, mushrooms, and potatoes. I was pleasantly surprised to see something like that on the Denny's menu, quite frankly. Being a road trip, we both took our turns in the bathroom. When he came back to the booth, he said... When he came back to the booth, he had this weird grin. He said... I really should wait to tell you this, but that was the 
bloodiest toilet I have ever been forced to use. <clears throat> okay. I said, blood? Are you crazy? He said, yes. On the seat, on the floor, and the stall walls. Okay. Not quite a mob killing, but close. Uh, uh, okay. Do we need to put a trigger warning on this? What the fuck? I don't know. This is horrifying. But somebody with blood everywhere. <laughs> That's what I have about the Denny's Why bathroom. are you grinning? Yeah, what's with <laughs> Go get the fucking manager. <laughs> Someone has died. Um, on the plus side, the broccoli and potato sizzle bowl was fresh and delicious. So delicious, we got another one and a few more Denny's down the road. Okay, well. So it was it, it was fine for Maddie B's significant other. Maddie B is way too boring for MTV, unfortunately. Unfortunately, I just um, <laughs> I, I just wasn't ex- expecting that, and uh, not quite a mob killing. And like, is the scale mm-hmm. like uh, the automatic scale? Man, I just went to the bathroom and it was covered in blood. Oh, like zero to mob killing. Oh, <laughs> uh, I don't know. Like maybe mob indiscretion. <laughs> But I think I think the person's still alive. Um, so <laughs> it's somewhere on that scale. It's probably at like a vampire's stealth level. Probably. <laughs> <laughs> um, and this is my last. One. We were just really blew through my Denny's review. I just we just there's. Oh, we, okay. Yeah, yeah, we really blew through my Denny's reviews because sometimes you change a holiday and kill people in your bathroom and turns Jesus out Christ. that's what you do at the Denny's. Um, John <laughs> John has a... <laughs> it's horrible. I know, it's horrible. It's horrible. <laughs> it's terrible. Two stars for the Denny's. The Denny's is run down and dirty. I spoke to the waiter about how bad it looks here and he said, you should see the kitchen. <laughs> Then I don't know zero to mob killing. I don't know where the kitchen is. That's oh my god. So now, but see, okay, going back to the other review, and I hate to linger on it, yeah, but you no, kind of have to because please. apparently a crime was committed and nothing yeah, was done. Nothing was done. So we should linger on it because there's there's a cold case being. <laughs> you've literally brought a cold case to our fucking comedy podcast. I know how and, to get away with murder. Let's go. And why don't you tell the manager? You don't tell the manager if it's a vomity toilet because yeah, fucking because just fuck. leave. Just leave. You don't tell the manager if it's an unflushed toilet because that's pretty normal. <laughs> that's like a 50-50 if basically. Yeah, yeah. But if it's stall walls, toilet seat, floor of stall, I all covered you, in blood. I think you tell the manager or just call the police or something. Something. If the like shining elevator doors have just yeah. opened directly before you used the bathroom, like I do think you have to call somebody. You don't just come back and finish now. your meal and you certainly don't. <laughs> Tell your partner about it like it's a fucking joke. Not just finish your meal, though. Come back. Tell your partner about it like it's a joke. Finish your meal. Order a meal to go. And then like de- decide you <laughs> like Denny's so much that you go to the next Denny's. And when you walk into that Denny's, do you go and check the bathroom just to see? Or like, do you just like, I don't I wouldn't be able to let it go. It would live with me. The, the bloody bathroom Denny's. And I, this person, Maddie's partner, was able to just leave it behind them. And now we'll never know. Maybe if the manager had been addressed about this bathroom, the response might very well have been, you should see the other guy. <laughs> or just, <laughs> you should see the kitchen. <laughs> oh, you should see the kitchen. You should see the kitchen. I mean, pals. <laughs> This is the Denny's. Um, yeah, we found it. We f- we figured out that if you if you slaughter the chickens just <laughs> right over the toilet, it makes cleaning way easier. We can just go in with a hose later, spray it down. All goes down the drain. It's fine. Oh, that's that's horrific. <laughs> now that's that's pretty bad. But it's fine because we know they don't kill their own chickens. It oh, all comes see, in a bag. It's fine. It's it, fine. It all comes in a bag. It all comes in a big bag. Yeah. Um. I feel like I feel like you you brought something that you're super passionate about. And you had a lot to talk no. about, and I, mean, I well, I mean, just yeah. I mean, passion isn't always positive. Vi- vitriolic. Vitriol. Yeah. So you had a lot of stuff to kind of spew, and I <laughs> like that's it. So thank you all for listening. Yeah, thanks so much. A real like jam, like a boom, fucking bopping last boom. act. I like it. Yes. Hopefully, y'all liked it too. I hope so. I would like to thank. X-Ray FM for having us on the network. If you would like to hear more of their shows, you can find them on xraypod.com. 
And I would like to thank all of our new listeners. If you're still hanging around and, and enjoying the show, let somebody know because we're done advertising for a while, as we've mentioned. Yeah. Thank you to Beast Coast Arts for our fabulous artwork. Uh, merch store is still on the way. Uh, <laughs> Spring breaks this week, kids. Okay. Merch, I'm going to have time on my hands. Merch store is pending. TM, TM, TM. Yeah. Uh, but if you uh, want some art that looks like ours, reach out to beastcoastarts at gmail.com to get in touch with the brother of the show, Oliver. I would like to thank Guillaume Tucker for Bebop Molecule, which is our little app break music. I would like to thank Jazar for Green Lights, which is the song you are about to hear. And as always... We're actually not using that one anymore. Steve Combs for Drag Chain, which is our fucking yeah. bop of an intro. Not that one either. If you would like to get in touch with us, or send us a review that you have found in the wild. We love that. Or send me a picture of your beautiful, chunky cat. Yeah, just to introduce yourself or whatever. Yeah, we, say we, hello. Love to, we love to have a little community. You're welcome to join. Absolutely. We are available on Twitter at Critic Everyone, on email at foreveracritic at gmail.com, and on Facebook, facebook.com slash Critic Everyone. We have a Discord channel that was set up by listener Gatsby. If you would like information to that, it's a great little community. It's active like every day. People are chatting, people are sharing stuff. It's real cool. The people in it are real cool. Reach out to us if you want to link to that. Yep. Uh, we do community nights every now and then on Twitch as well as other streams. You can check that out. Uh, Twitch.tv slash Critic Everyone. We post about it on Twitter. So if that's something you're into, go for it. If not, don't. And on that ambivalent note, <laughs> we'll catch you next Wednesday. 